0: Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover-to-Cover Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 244 of Reading the Bible Cover-to-Cover Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for allowing your Son to be the final sacrifice for our sins. Undeserving of such grace, you offer it in abundance. Help us see your grace as we read your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching us in Luke chapter 22. The festival of the unleavened bread was getting close. It's also called Passover. Remember that when the Israelites fled from Egypt, they had to leave quickly, so they were only able to make unleavened bread for their trip. The Passover was celebrated in remembrance of God saving the Israelites from the death of the firstborn as the Egyptians were destined to encounter. This became a seven-day festival. We read about Satan entering Judas who agreed to betray Jesus. Verse 5 says the chief priests and captains were delighted. Although this was God's plan, we see how sin operates in this situation. Collaborators in sin are delighted when they add another person to their circle. Everyone was excited, and Judas looked for an opportunity to betray Jesus. We know he found it. Jesus delivered the first communion with his disciples, including Judas. Jesus didn't exclude him, even though he knew Judas was going to betray him within hours. Jesus shows us how to deal with our enemies in this scripture. He also knows his disciples will scatter that evening, and yet they too receive communion and prayer. Imagine the Messiah praying for you in person as these men were so blessed to receive. Jesus tells them that Satan has asked excessively for him to shift them like rain. Again, Jesus knows they will disown him and prays earnestly that they will be made safe from the enemy. May we too know that Jesus is praying for us to keep us safe. Let us also pray as Jesus taught us to and ask the Lord to keep us from temptation and evil. In verse 44, we read that Jesus was in such agony that he sweat drops of blood. And then Judas and his enemies came for him, and Jesus said, This is your hour, and the power which darkness gives you has its way. Everyone scatters, and Peter follows. In this rendition, we read that Jesus turned and looked at Peter when he denied him for the third time. Both hearts must have broken a little at that moment. Lastly, we read that Jesus is treated with contempt, insults, and beatings. The great I Am was mistreated and hurt for each of us. May our hearts be thankful to him as he offered himself as a sacrifice for us all. Let's see what Paul is teaching the Corinthians in chapter 13. This is the last chapter in this letter to the Corinthians. Paul tells them to look at themselves and make sure they are following Christ in the example he set. Paul still wonders what he will find when he travels to their city. He doesn't want to be harsh with them and hopes he won't have to. His last words are an encouragement to us all. Verse 11 says, Finally, brethren, farewell, rejoice, be strengthened, perfected, completed, made what you ought to be. Be encouraged and consoled and comforted. Be of the same agreeable mind one with another. Live in peace and then the God of love who is the source of affection, goodwill, love and benevolence toward men. And the author and promoter of peace will be with you. We are encouraged by the peace we are offered through Christ. Let us walk in peace and let peace reign in our hearts. Let's see what we can learn in Song of Solomon chapter five. We see the maiden in a dreamlike state again. Solomon came for her, but she delayed in answering the door. When she finally answered, she saw he was gone. Again, she couldn't find him, and this time the watchman hurt her, possibly because she delayed and let him get away from her. Then she begs the daughters of Jerusalem to help her find him, and she describes all of his wonderful characteristics through the rest of the chapter. In chapter six, the daughters of Jerusalem appear to want to help her find Solomon. In verses four through nine, Solomon writes about the beauty of a maiden and that she is far more beautiful than other women. Of course, this is what every woman wants to hear. And then the ladies ask her how she found her beloved and she recounts her meeting him. It seemed to be a meeting of chance for she was not where she was supposed to be when they met. If we look at this in a spiritual way, we know that Jesus finds us in the most unusual places and it looks like quite an accident, but it isn't. There is nowhere he won't go to find us and establish a relationship with him. Well, let's see what we can learn in Psalm 63. This Psalm was written when David was in Judah because his son Absalom challenged him for the kingdom. He was sad to have to leave the house of God that he spent so much time in. Here we see he is in a dry and weary land, according to verse 1, yet he still praises God. Verse 3 says, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. We can follow David's example once again. He is distraught and yet praises God during difficult times. May our hearts turn to God no matter what our circumstances may be, and may we praise him for who he is. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for sending your son to be the sacrifice for our sins. Thank you for making a way for us to have a relationship with you. We are truly blessed to have your Holy Spirit reside within us. May we praise you today, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's Word.